Welcome back. Welcome back to Adult Conversations by Blue. This is your lovely host, Goddess Blue Ridley. Welcome back, my lovely people. I am here. I am here. I am here. I just recorded a little 15-minute episode just telling you guys about the blues, which you'll hear before this one. So this one is actually a content... um, podcast. So let's see what we can talk about. So today we are talking about extreme smothering without fatality of suffocating your partner. Let's talk about smothering. What is smothering, right? Sexual asphyxiation is the act of choking someone for sexual pleasure. Um, Would I be interested in smothering someone? I never thought of it, but I could do it. I know I can. I'm just saying. (coughs) So let's get over to kinkly.com and let's get into some smothering conversation. Because the holidays are coming and I know you want to be warm. So why not ask your partner to smother you? Hmm. Smothering is a term used to describe the obstruction of airways for sexual pleasure. (coughs) Smothering typically occurs when a person covers a partner's mouth or face with a part of their body or an object such as a pillow. Smothering is considered a fetish activity and a form of body worship within the BDSM community. There is some evidence that smothering and face-sitting are being popularized by millennials. Now, I can attest to that. Because, you know, here I talk about Twitter. Because, you know, Twitter is where you get all the, the juice from. You get all the news from Twitter. And so I follow a lot of femdoms on Twitter. And a lot of them talk about smothering. They even post pictures with them smothering a partner and, um, or, you know, a sub or whatever. And um, I've never really been interested in it. I mean, maybe it's something that I would do. Like, I don't have a problem doing it. I'm not against it. I'm not going to shame it. (laughs) Because, you know, we don't um, kick shame around these parts. We do what we got to do. So, um, yeah. But I've noticed that a lot of younger women who are into financial domination, um, the, the power is associated with smothering is that you have the power to put that pressure on the other person. And I think a lot of young women are owning their sexuality and their, their vices and owning that power. And so they want to smother. One of the most common techniques for smothering sees a person sitting on their partner's face. While this technique appears similar to the sexual practice of face-sitting, traditional face-sitting does not deprive the submission person of oxygen. So, which is true, because, you know, if you like that position where you're getting your kitty cat eaten, yes, you can sit on the person's face and whatnot, but it doesn't mean that you're smothering them. But when you smother the person and you sit on their face, you're actually making them, they're depriving them of oxygen. And I think that's the control, right? Is that we like to know that we're in control of your breath. Like we're in control. We we decide whether or not you breathe. Oh, that sounds nice. 
Um, let's, let's scroll down. We're not going to read the whole Kinkley article, um, but the reason I wanted to talk about this is that I've seen it surface a lot. And I was wondering like, okay, what is the excitement? Who, who gets what out of it? Because you know that when you do kink, you're always in that mind frame, like who gets what out of it? Um, is the person that's being um, deprived of oxygen, what are you getting out of it? So if you're listening and you um, indulge in smothering, how does it make you feel? That's what I want you to think about. Like, what does it feel like when you are losing oxygen when she's sitting on you? Um, you could sit on the person with the, or your butt, like position your butt more to the person's mouth, or you can actually position your vagina to the person's mouth, um, either way to constrict the, um, the airways or restrict the airways. Um, you know, I always say do safe practices, safe action, take action um, of safety. Make sure that you have either the safe word. And yes, the safe word can't be done if she's sitting on your face with her vagina stuffed in your mouth. So you have to have signals, baby girl, signals. What are the signals that you have just in case it's too much for you? Um, I've always wondered about breath play and other aspects of breath play because a lot of people are into it. Now, I do like to be choked and I like all that stuff. So I'm wondering and curious to see, um, you know, about erotic asphyxiation, like the things that make you want to lean towards that fetish. So um, here's another one. Um, is it ever safe? Many sexual activities carry some risks. We know that. But is the asphyxiation, is there a risk that you can have injury, cardiac arrest, brain damage from lack of oxygen, or death? Um, you have to know how to <clears throat> safely play in this realm. And when I say that, you need to know... How do you experience um, certain different things? Like you have to teach yourself. You the dominant that's doing the smothering. You have to educate yourself on irregular heart rates, types of chest um, problems, cardiac arrest, any kind of deaths. What, you know, most things that expert will want to know about so that you can practice safely. Um there isn't a 100% safe way to practice breath play. Not at all. Like there isn't any. But there are different types of poses that can alter the wrist if you harm the person and then, oops, they end up dead. Why do people enjoy it? That's my question. Why do you enjoy breath play? Like many other kinks and sexual curiosities, breath play is of interest to people for many different reasons. Here is Here are three common ones. Psychological, during breath play, you or your partner restrict oxygen to your brain. This is step one of the process. When your oxygen levels are low, you may feel lightheaded or dizzy. But when the pressure is released and oxygen and blood begin to flow again, you might feel another type of rush. This one is caused by a release of dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins that can cause head spinning exhilaration. Now that I could see. <clears throat> so that was psychological there. Um, 
Oh, actually, that first one was physiological. The other one is psychological. Um, <clears throat> some breath play fans like the power play. Like I told you before, it's a power. The power play. So the person doing the breath play, who's in charge, she's she or he is getting their rocks off by restricting your airwaves. Then you have physical. In the immediate aftermath of choking, suffocating, or strangling, your body may confuse the rush of endorphins and hormones as a positive, pleasurable thing. In reality, those hormones were caused by your body's protective reaction. But in a crossfire of emotion and pleasures, these sensations will feel more like pain is pleasure rather than warning signals from your body and your brain. Um, you can actually do it to yourself or to a partner. There are ways that you can actually perform breath play or any kind of smothering for your release. Um, safety, don't forget, safety. Solo breath play is more dangerous than partnered play. Remember that. Do you hear me? Let me repeat that. Solo breath play is more dangerous than partnered play. So if you're going to indulge in breath play or anything like that, you need to be um, you need to educate yourself, you need to learn how to communicate, and you need to learn how to give the right consent so that you can actually indulge in these types of things. Um, different types carry different risks, you know, choking, um, bag over the head, strangulation, smothering like we were talking about. Um, and then what are the side effects of that are to be expected? Um, coughing. <clears throat> disorientation, muscle weakness, numbness, drowsiness, loss of coordination. Um, what can happen if it goes too far? Because the lines between safe play and danger is so very fine with EA, most doctors and experts advise against it. These long-term complications are just some of the reasons why. Brain damage, damage larynx, asp aspiration, heart attack, um, orbital subperiosteal hematoma. Um, if you want to learn more, I will put all these um, links to the articles in there. But um, yeah, breath play is something that I see a lot um, in mainstream America right now. Smothering and that kind of thing. And so um, it's just fascinating to see that so many people are into it and that they're trying it um like i said safety is always the number one thing consent you got to be able to make sure that you're given the right consent for these things and then also um educate yourself if you don't i always feel like you have to educate yourself in every single thing that you put your mind out to go after. If you're trying to learn how to drive, you need to educate yourself on how to drive, right? You need to read the manual, you need to take the test, you need to practice. And I feel like the more practice you put into smothering and breath play, the more you become aware of the signals that need to be given so that you don't harm the person that you are smothering um, and vice versa, the person that's being smothered needs to know when to say no or how to indulge in this safe word because you don't want to harm yourself. 
that's all I have for you today, guys. I hope you enjoyed this lovely little episode. Um, I'm going to try to close out the year with some, um, what you call it? I'm going to try to sh close out the year with just um, mini episodes, like 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and not long episodes. Because like I said um, in the prior episode that I'm feeling a little down, I'm feeling a little out of it. And um until my energy comes back and I feel a little bit much better, I can continue to do more. I know I've kept, I feel like I keep saying that like a broken record, but I'm really ill and I really need to take some time for myself um, because I really need a vacation, like literally a vacation from everything and anything. So I will see you guys back here on December 1st, I believe. Yes, December 1st. I will be back to the app, the podcast. Um, if you are interested in the Patreon page, the link will be in the description um, below the show notes. So please check that so you know how to come on to Patreon and support your girl. Also, don't forget to come on over to social media. Follow me on Twitter. Um, I haven't really done anything with Instagram because, you know, they've done all kind of shit with Instagram update and stuff. And I'm still trying to learn my way around things. So, um, yeah, if you're interested in any of my social media um, platforms just definitely check the show notes um, and if I have any new listeners out there welcome 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 this is your girl goddess blue make sure you check the um, reintroduction episode if you're new and you're interested in knowing a little bit more about me and this was your first episode you're listening to that will give you an insight into the world of adult conversations by blue and yeah, once again, I will talk to you guys later. I hope you have a wonderful day and I can't wait to see you again. We'll be back here on December 1st, so stay tuned.